0: Hello. You're listening to Pod Academy. My name is Robin Bale. I'm a PhD candidate in fine art at Middlesex University, and this programme is called Return to the Bike Cemetery. It was originally produced as part of Birkbeck's Critical Waves radio project. It's a psychogeographical evocation, and to some extent an elegy, for a place in East London It's also the first in a series of programmes that have developed out of my research and thinking about the bike cemetery and also how heterotopic spaces can be evoked through sound and language. Love. Over the mounders and overgrown rubble. New blue off license bags. the leaves, the green and the brown. And the traffic on the roads beyond traffic flickers between the trees. I wish to talk about spaces. It could be that as soon as the first building was built and the city was founded, that there came into being a margin or corner, the angle of two walls, the space, just down there, just past where the bins are, only existing in relation to that building, only coming into existence with it. This site was where things were left, forgotten, hidden, with the understanding that they were left or forgotten there, and should be left alone, although not far away, almost in plain sight. Children, strangers and fugitives would go there, and it would nearly be within sight and earshot of that first structure, just outside the window, just against the wall. I wish to tell you about such a place that I've named the Bike Cemetery. The Bike Cemetery is a mere crumb of land, a piece of what I suppose could be called urban waste ground, an increasingly rare commodity in the city now especially one less than a mile from the site of the 2012 Olympics. That place of victorious national becoming. It's demarcated, you might say cut adrift, by a busy main road and a slip road and overpass for the M11. A spindly shit coppice with ghosts of plastic bags rustling in its branches. A sort of place you might find yourself first light on a Monday morning, in the piss-thin drizzle, wondering how you got there, and knowing that you were meant to be somewhere else, and thinking, not again. As far as I know, he lacks a name, so I've called it the Bike Cemetery. When I first came across it, early this century, it was full of the stripped carcasses of bicycles that I assume were nicked somewhere nearby and cannibalised on the site. Have called it an entrance to the underworld. At other times, the unacknowledged centre of the city or the centre of the state. The bike cemetery also attracted a writer and bricoleur. The wall of the overpass was liberally graffitied. The texts, constructed from single words or short phrases, heavy on repetition and play, were not the usual. Not political slogans, football chants, sexual slander or biblical quotations. They were portmanteau words, a stuttering repetition of syllables, an obsessive chant running through its centre. Wolf vanish. This was interspersed with collaged printed matter, predominantly magazine images of animals, fashion photographs from the late 1980s, monopoly money and food packaging, some porn though not nearly as much as might be expected. Judging from the dates on the magazine pages, the work was done sometime around 1991 due to the handwriting of the graffiti and the thematic consistency of the whole thing and that the same paint was used to write and stick the images to the wall, I'd say that the entire wall was the work of one person. It's remained there for almost a quarter of a century under different governments, different weathers. After having been a fairly regular visitor to the site, I've not returned there for around two years until yesterday, though it's been in my mind constantly. It's become an anchor for my imagination place to stand as a counterweight to the increasingly sanitised city as ever more rapidly swallowing the older one where many actually still live. Paths that are almost not quite paths of the sort that small children and animals use. Just a slightly less dense space amongst the nettles and brambles. I can't yet see the wall, but I'm heading towards it. And this is what I found, my discovery soundtracked by a serendipitous siren. And the wall and the bricolage has almost entirely gone, underneath some quite Hackney Wick-style professional-looking graffiti that says "Costume" in a sort of cursive Edwardian script, just underneath the sea of "Costume." The avatars of the coming city and citizen on its own. stare from the hoardings the that surround the proliferating up, building sites. For the most part. They take the part of Walter Benjamin's Angel of History, who exists outside of time, driven onwards by a storm in Eden,
1: and from that perspective,
0: seeing history as a tidal wave of destruction. The figures on the hoardings represent a future as if it's simply inevitable already visualised, photographed, laminated and mounted in public view. They are the heralds of the destruction that they look back upon, as if it has already happened. The estates bulldozed, the tenants dispersed, but unlike the angels, as if they are the obvious heirs, smugly coming into their inheritance. All they take Spirit, all temptation trashed. Spirit, all Spirit, Spirit,